Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Melissa C. I am a recovered compulsive overeater. I'm from New York, and today is Tuesday, June 16th. This is the 7 a.m. meeting. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are at page 162, third paragraph. We'll be reading one paragraph only, starting with Thus We Grow. And today's readers are Jessica G. with the 12 Steps, Allison L. will be doing the 12 Traditions. The readers of the text are Carmela G., Rebecca F., our newcomer greeter will be Lynn F., and the host for the second hour will be Russ M. The reference numbers for whoop, Monday, June 15th, the 7 a.m. meeting, was 14809. That's 14809. And the 10 a.m. meeting was 14809. 8101410 Okay, the OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through their shared experience, strength and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Jessica G. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Number two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a, search, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him, to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10, continued to take personal inventory 
and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. Thank you so much, Jessica. I will now ask Allison L. to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, Melissa. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Pass. Thank you so much, Allison. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, Everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Okay, so today we're going to resume our study of the big book, and we're on page 162, the third paragraph starting with Thus We Grow. We'll be reading one paragraph only, and I will ask Carmela G. to get us started. Good morning, Carmela. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you so much. Thank you for your service. Thank you all for being on the line this morning. 
My name is Carmela G, a grateful compulsive overeater recovered from New York. Thus we grow, and so can you. Though you may be but one man with this book in your hand, we believe and hope it contains all you would need to begin. There may only be a few words that I just read, but to me, they were life-changing words. I entered this, the rooms in 2013. I began working this book in 2014 of January. I was 68 years old. I thought I knew it all. The first day sitting with my sponsor in a cafe in Manhattan, we read cover from the beginning up to page 164. And when I first began reading, I said, wow, this book is good for everyone. Every person could benefit from this advice. Little did I know that the book was a design for living. Little did I know that at the age of 68, Carmela did not know how to live. By reading this book, and every time I read it, I'm one person reading it with another. I see something different. That's not my brain. That is the gift of the program. That is the gift of working with others and the gift of my higher power, inspiring my brain to function. And sometimes my brain is very foggy with this aging process and this isolation. But the gift is, it's clear. The message is clear. Put the food down, work the program, reach your hand out, get out of self. That is what I've learned on this journey and still learn every single day. I shared with someone new yesterday. Every time I work with someone and I read this book, be it a sponsee or just someone that I'm reading with as a fellow. More and more is revealed. So for one man, me, reading this book, I have my design for living. And finally, I'm beginning to know how to live. And this is a gift. This is a gift of this journey. And it is a gift that I just never want to give up. So the weight loss, yeah, that was real nice. But the gift of peace, serenity, and clarity is the bigger gift of this book. And with that, I pass. Oh, thank you so much, Carmela. Thank you so much. Okay, so... Um, before I open up the lines for sharing, 
I'm going to remind us all that although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day. So if you've shared on Friday or on Monday, we ask that you refrain in order that others might share their experience too. So who would like to share this morning? Sharon, Wendy, Alice, Katie G. from Boston. I hear Sharon. I heard Rick. I heard Katie G. Kim T. Sheila. Wendy M. Kim T. Wendy. What was the initial of your last name, Wendy? Christina J. Okay, what was Wendy's initial? I'm sorry. M, like Mary. M and Christina J. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. I got Sharon, and I apologize, I didn't grab last initials. I got Sharon, uh, I got Rick J, Katie G, Kim T, Wendy M, Sam S, and Christina J. Okay, and um, so Sharon, when you, um, you'll be next, you'll be first, and um, if you could just tell me the initial of your last name. The initial of my last name is B as in brother. Okay, great. Go ahead, Sharon B. Sharon, recovering compulsive eater from Brooklyn, New York. Grateful to be here. Grateful to have 88 days of miraculous, I think it's 88 days of miraculous abstinence. My first miraculous date of abstinence is March 20th. So when I leave this phone, this miraculous program, I am going to count. Um, yes, so thus, we grow, and so can you. Though you be but one man, and here's the love, when I heard that, though you be one man, be but one man, I included myself in that being, though you be but one man. Well, I'm female. How can that be? Well, it felt right. Here we are, and I have become a we. That means I, I identify with everyone. Wow. Getting goosebumps right now, body bumps. This is how my higher power has been revealing to me my spiritual awakenings. And they've been many. I'm so grateful to know that the food is not the obsession anymore. Recovery has become the obsession for me. I've never spoken the way I'm speaking right now with deliberateness, with calm, with this feeling and reality of we. I am no longer an I. I am a we. And with that, I'm so grateful to be part of this this amazing group. 
I rely upon this group like the drowning, seizing life preservers. This is my life preserver. And with that, I pass. Okay. Thank you so much, Sharon B. Um, I realized that there was a mistake in there. It was not Sam S. after Wendy M. So um, I must have, I think I misheard. So um, I apologize. So, all right, next up is Rick J. And Rick will be followed by Katie G. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Melissa. Good to hear you this morning. Uh, my name is Rick J. I'm a, a recovered compulsive overeater from Cary, North Carolina. Um, and thus we grow, and so can you. Um, and I, I love to uh, that I can really appreciate that. Yes, I am growing, and um, and just as I'm able to grow uh, by going through this book with someone who's recovered, uh, somebody else can too. And now it's my turn, you know, to, to switch up the roles a little bit. Um, you know, I started my, my morning off with my prayer and my meditation. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm inviting that power that, uh, that I have accessed through working the steps. Um, this power that I came to believe in that's working for me. And, you know, I keep plugging into that power um, every day to the best of my ability and all through the day. I'm calling somebody when when uh, I'm feeling uh, resentment, dishonesty, or resentment, or fear. You know, I'm sharing that. I'm releasing it. And I'm inviting that power in. Um, I'm praying for God to direct my thinking. You know, and, and those are steps 7 and 11, and now I'm, I'm in 12, and I'm... Uh, you know, I'm trying to, to carry this message to others, and not just my message. You know, um, I can I can share my experience, uh, but it's the message is in the book. So just like was done for me, I'm I'm doing it for other people now. And um, you know, the the one man with the book in my hand, um, and it does contain all I need to begin. I absolutely know that, but for me, the um, the real power of the one man with this book is the connection with someone else, you know, and I've heard of spiritual math, one plus one equal three, because any two people are together, you know, God's there, you know, and we're speaking the language of the heart, you know, going on this journey. And uh, anyway, I'm just very grateful. Uh, my life has really changed a lot, very uh, recently, I'm I'm back at work, and our hours were crazy. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on, but uh, you know, it's still I'm I'm safe, I'm protected. I have neutrality around food. I have a connection with my higher power. I have this fellowship. I have the love of all of you. And um, with that, I pass. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Rick. Next up, we have Katie G, and after Katie is Kim T. Good morning, Katie. Hello, Melissa. Thank you for your service. Katie G, Recovered Compulsive Over Ear, Anorexic and Bulimic in Boston. I, I didn't have that experience. When I first came into the rooms of OA and we were reading the big book, I was like, mm, don't get it. I was a women's studies major. I, uh, I was very angry, believe it or not. And I was like, I don't have anything in common with these men. I, I, 
I went through this beautiful text and I crossed out he and I put she. Um, I was so prejudiced. I was so prejudiced. And, and for me, like, it didn't matter that I was 228 pounds, that I'd been 110 pounds, that I had no solution. And, um, and I had been craving solutions that had nothing to do with the big book. I was the queen of self-help. I was the queen of self-healing. I was the queen of therapy, psychiatry, um, you know, discovering my inner child. And I'm not, I'm not trashing any of that. But what I have been taught by all of you is, um, and recently I learned, this is not just a textbook. It is a sacred book. And why is it sacred? Because it contains all I need to begin, right, the first part of the process. Because what this book has enabled me to do is figure out, first of all, what the heck is abstinence? What do we mean by entire abstinence? What, what does putting down the food, what does stop using food addictively and behaviors addictively mean? Once I do that, I get to have an experience. And what is that experience? It's a relationship with God, right? Like my growing and my changing and my developing has nothing to do with me. It's these steps. And I have to say, as a recovered woman walking through life, there are still, there can still be times where I'm like, I've got to find the book. I've got to, I've got to go through a new process. I've got, you know, step four and step 10, you know, they're great, but there's got to be, you know, something. And, and I, I think it's wonderful, right? Because like, I need a new angle of approach, right? We all are looking for a new experience with God each and every day. But as I continue to study this book, like 164 pages, this sacred text, um, what I continue to learn is that this is my yellow pages, my white pages, my everything. There's nothing um, if I, it gives me a guidebook, like, holy smokes, guys, like from, if, if I want to know how to live my life, all I have to go to do is read 84 to 88. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day upon awakening. You know, so there's been a shift, a transformation, where I'm quick to see where the big book is right. I'm quick to see where religious people are right, where overeaters is anonymous is right. Because the magic words are, I don't know. Like, help me, God, set aside everything I think I know. Because what I knew in that first meeting of OA was nothing. And the only thing that helped me get entire abstinent and continue is that I cannot manage my life. I don't, I, I'm, I can't be the I know guy anymore, but um, with these 12 steps, God can can uh, figure it all out for me, and with that, I pass. Thank you. That's great. Thank you, Katie. Perfect timing. <laughs> Next up is Kim T, and Kim will be followed by Wendy M. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Melissa. This is Kim T in Northern Michigan. I'm a compulsive overeater, overeater, exercise bulimic, uh, newly recovered. So do I believe I have all I need with myself and the big book to begin? Yes. With God, I can pass on the gift I was so freely given. I can do all things with him who gives me strength, as Philippians 4.13 says. But if my pathway to God is clogged with garbage, selfishness, and the lies I believe about myself, how do I have access to his power, discernment, or the truth about who I really am? To me, the big book gives me instructions to clear that sludge. Now I'm living closer to him than I ever have before. I'm a pastor's wife who in this disease believed I was a double-minded, sinful woman whose heart was too hard to get free 
free about thinking my weight about my weight every hour of the day. My little girl, my family had to witness my self-hate, my self-destruction. My boys are not living with God in their lives, and why would they after the way I modeled it? I preached about the freedom in Christ while living in a self-inflicted prison. The big book gives me instructions on how to reconnect with God so I may live, may live a life first living again. It provides instructions on how to deal with my emotions, my chronic pain, on a daily basis. It's a daily reprieve from the hell of my disease. And the best part is that it also has instructions on how to help others get out of their hell. I can now model a relationship with God that others actually desire by taking God-conscious actions, by following the God-given instructions in our big book, I do believe all we need is our higher power, our big book, and our willingness. Now, I'm a nurse, so just kind of bear with the analogy. The narrowing of an artery, I wrote this, is called stenosis, which is caused by the buildup of plaque, thereby slowing down or blocking the blood flow to your vital organs. The plaque in my mind represents the shame, the guilt, and the fear but as you heal and OA, the plaque gets thinner and thinner, allowing the lifeblood, gratitude, courage, and the concern for others to freely flow back to where you need it most, your heart. Thank you, God, for providing this. And with that, I pass. Oh, I don't know if I... I must have, I was unmuting Kim. Um, thank you so much for your share. And um, next up is Wendy M. And Wendy will be following. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Wendy M., a recovered compulsive overeater in Raleigh, North Carolina. Thank you for your service, Melissa, and thank you for hearing my name and letting me share this morning. This short, short little paragraph um, is so heartfelt to me. It touches my heart. It's beautiful. Um, It takes me back to the beginning of when I first walked into the room, and it also gives me so much gratitude for where I am today as well. I can remember that Monday in January, and I know without a shadow of a doubt, my higher power took me to to that room that OA room that Monday in in January. I don't even remember looking it up. I don't even really remember the drive there. And there was um, just three fellows in there, um, none of which looked like me, of a completely different generation than me, but they had this book on the table. And I remember, I, I know this book. I've seen this book my entire life. Um, my dad um, has been sober 45 years, which is my entire life, and um, he, I have memories of him sitting in his chair with this book, and um, I actually had a resentment versus this book coming into the room, but what I heard from those shares um, that night was, these people are just like me. I, I related to their shares. I related to what they did with food. I related to what they were saying. And all they were doing was reading from this book. 
And now I am that man with this book in my hand that is sharing this message with fellows. And every time that I share this with someone new um, and we walk through this book together hand in hand, it comes alive. I know that my higher power is there with me and I grow closer and closer to my higher power. And I'm so thankful that we also read this together on a daily basis. And I'm thankful for everyone's shares um, daily as well. With that, I'm going to pass. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. Okay, next up um, we have Christina J. And then we'll open it up for more sharing. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Melissa. Good to hear you on the line, as always. And boy, Carmela knocked it out of the ballpark here. I didn't just didn't know what I was going to share after that. But um, yeah, thus we grow. Oh, it's a beautiful line. Beautiful line. It reminds me of a Shaka Khan song, and there's a line. We grow in love, and the way she sings it just reminds me of this line. It's so humbling, thus we grow. And uh, my journey started with this big book when a chronic alcoholic gave it to me. Uh, She couldn't get out of the drink. I drove all the way to her house to get it, and I'd been in and out of OA meetings. Um, And nothing was sticking. There was no big book in the rooms, and uh, for me it was nothing was making any sense. And so I thought, well... She kept telling me about this book, and I cracked it open right to the chapter, you know, how do, how do you do this, and then I closed it, and it, it just traveled with me. <laughs> um, and I was one person with this book following me around the country, and then finally in 2014, after many, many ups and downs in this program, uh, OA, uh, someone introduced me to Vision, and I began to hear what this book was about. This is a program of action, a practical program of action, I had been through many spiritual journeys, many excruciatingly hard spiritual journeys, um, looking for the answer, looking for the way. And uh, until I found this book, there wasn't anything really that was laid out in a practical way for me to follow as a compulsive overeater. Um, And once I began to learn that and give it to others, then the growth started. Because I can stay in myself, do this program and not work with others, But then I'll go back to self. I mean, the secret is that we work with others. Um, And how do we do that? Well, we have our practical program of action in this book. This is the manual. And then we have our experience, strength, and hope. And I don't care where you are on the journey. You've got an experience with compulsive overeating. And um, you've got strength if if you've gone through this and recovered. And you've got hope. You've got hope for the newcomer. And with, your, with this book in your hand, you can go out and help others right away, even if you're not yet recovered. And you can make calls to newcomers and share where you're at and share what you're doing. So this is, this is how we grow. And we grow through giving. We don't grow by sitting around analyzing our lives and our, you know, looking at, oh, well, you know, I've got this childhood problem. Sure, we might need outside help. And there's some heavy things in that regard. I certainly have them. But to help others that have had the same experiences I have, not only with the food, but the interweaving of the food with the emotional backlash of what has happened to us in our lives. I've experienced the death of a husband. I've experienced the death of my sister. I've experienced many struggles in my life that all interweave as I'm sharing the journey in this book in regards to compulsive overeating. So um, it does have all we need to begin 
and I'm so grateful for it. And I love all you guys, and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much, Christina J. Okay, so um, just to remind us where we're at, we are at the bottom of page 162, the third paragraph, starting with Thus We Grow. We read one paragraph only. And um, if you have not shared on Friday or Monday and you would like to share, I welcome you to share. Nancy Lisa P. J.R. Sheila Loretta H. Nancy, Nancy R. I heard Nancy. Loretta H. I heard Nancy R. Loretta. Naomi B. H. Nancy P. Vasa O. B. Lisa J.R. Oh, wait, hold on one second. Uh, Nancy R. Loretta A. That's okay. Uh, Naomi B. I know I heard Nancy P., but before Nancy P., there was somebody that came in. Sheila S. Sheila S. Um, Vas- Vasa, Vasa O. I heard that's it. Vasa O. Is there someone else that I missed? Lisa J.R. Lisa J.R., that's right. All right, so I have Nancy R., Loretta H., Naomi B., Sheila S., Nancy P., Vasa O., and Lisa J. R. I think that's a good a good lineup. Um, so if everybody would please mute your lines again, and we'll start with Nancy R. Good morning, Nancy. Nancy R., press star one to unmute. Uh, good morning. I'm Nancy R. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry. Did, did you say something? Hello. Can I be heard? Nope. I did not. I had muted oh, my. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'll start again. Thank you. I'm. We don't, Nancy R. We don't hear you. Okay, can you hear me now? I got you now. Oh, I thank you. I was just rattling off. Um, I'm Nancy R. I'm a grateful recovered compulsive overeater. Uh, I have enjoyed all every share this morning. I really thank God that I was led to this meeting uh, about seven years, about six six or seven years ago. Um, it has really it has truly uh, changed my life. I want to speak on the phrase "All you will need." This program has really, um, I really understand. I had been told that this program was a design for living that would work in all situations. And uh, this year, my life has really been tested. Um, I have, my family, my community has been really impacted by this uh, COVID-19. Uh, starting in March, I started losing family, family and friends, and it doesn't appear to be ending. Um, the initial onset uh, of of losing people that I, that were very close to me and people I truly love, needless to say, was devastating. But I continue uh, in my grief, in my shock, to just do the things that I do every day. Um, get up, you know. I talk to sponsees in the morning, online meetings, Zoom meetings, following my plan of eating following my plan of eating, even when I didn't want to eat, even when I sometimes I really couldn't. But, um, I, you know, the storm is passing over, uh, the sickness and the, the deaths continue. But uh, I have no control over it. Um, 
I'm beginning to to uh, get to a point of acceptance and a point of peace. And how that happened because every day when I talk to my sponsees, uh, people going through the steps with my sponsees uh, and listening to ten steps uh, enabled me not to fall into the quagmire of depression that I know would have been had I not been in this program. So uh, this this program has been a lifesaver. I have no doubt with being a uh, you know quarantine and all of this happening. There's no doubt that I probably would have reverted to my old addiction. But you know today God, I, I've been given the gift. Nobody said life would be a bed of roses. You know I've never I didn't complain about the good times. I never complained that I'm oh God, I'm just having too much fun. Life is just too good. So. When the bad times come, this program and is truly a design for living. And today I, I can testify that it works under all situations. It works under all situations, even coronavirus. This program works. I thank you with the book. Anything I need is in the book. Anything I need is in the book. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me share. Oh, thank you, Nancy R. Thank you. Okay, next up is Loretta H., and Loretta will be followed by Naomi B. Good morning, Loretta. Good morning, Melissa. This is Loretta H. from Raleigh, compulsive overeater, anorexic, graced with God's absence for today. And um, I look at the book, and I love the book. In fact, I look at it as a wrapped present that needs to be opened every day and finding that those gifts in it. And um, I, too, have um, had a lot of grace from the book. I, I love using the book as a text and as, in fact, and I hope to not um, be inconsiderate to anybody, but I use it as my Bible. I, I'm not... You know, but um, I've had it in my life with God's grace um, for 41 years, and it isn't because I studied it. It's because I have family members who study it. And last night uh, I celebrated an anniversary at my sister's house, and we, her husband has 50 years in program, and we actually, after dinner, had the big book on the table. And it's just, it is the gift that keeps on giving. I just, I, I just, I love opening it. It's, it, you know, it's better than any present I could ever have. And it has helped me so much because of the previous share, all the beautiful shares. It is a design for living. It's, it, 83 through 88 is actually what I wake up to every day and and must practice. It's a practice that I have to do every single day. And I get um, 10 steps from people. I get 11-step review. And I get to sponsor. And that is, like, better than anything I could have ever eaten. And so I've loved everybody that's in my life today. The big book is, like I said, it's a present every morning that I get to open. And everybody on this line has helped me so much. And with that, I pass. And God bless you today, and please stay safe. 
I pass. Thank you, Loretta H. Thank you so much. Next up is Naomi B. And Naomi B. followed by Sheila S. Good morning, Good morning, Naomi. Melissa. How are you, dear? Great. Great. Good. Go ahead. Good morning, family. This is Naomi B., grateful recovered compulsive overeater outside Philadelphia. Well, you know, it, it's amazing. This little paragraph is so powerful. It says, thus we grow. And then at the top of 163, all you will need. I mean, what what more do we need? Thus we grow. My first sponsor, she could only give to me what was given to her, which was reading five pages of the big book every day and writing a paragraph. All right, that was like a college assignment. There was no there was no uh, substance to that at all. Not until this book was formally cracked open for me in April of 2013, and uh, my first day coming into OA meeting was February 7th of 2011. But my sponsor could only give me what she was given. But thank God, after this book was cracked open, and it was like, wow. I mean, it's like someone just ripped the ripped open, ripped open the curtain, and the sun was shining. Because it truly is a design for living, absolutely a design for living that that allows me to. The food is down. Thank you, God. That that is like such a gift in itself. If I didn't go any further than that, that in itself is miraculous. But to be in the environment to be in the presence of my daughter where she's still going through a divorce and her she has no fuse. I mean, she's like a time bomb going off all the time, but I'm not. I was just with her on Saturday, and she was snapping at this and snapping at that, and I remain calm because this is what this program, this is what this book has taught me to do, and drawing close to my higher power through everything I mean, you know, like that old song from the 60s, I never promised you a rose garden. But it's been a transformation in my life reading this big book, being a sponsor, having a sponsor, following my program regularly, and doing my prayer meditation, writing my God letter. And... I'm reading this book, and I never had a problem with drinking. Oh, my gosh. If I if, if I equated my food to my drinking, I, I'd never have a weight problem, but I didn't. And because of this book, thank you, God, just for today. I am free, and all you need is in this book. And exactly, thus we grow. Thank you for allowing me to share, and I pass. Thank you, Naomi. Thank you for sharing. Okay, next up is Sheila S., and Sheila will be followed by Nancy P. Good morning, Sheila. Star one to unmute. Sheila S., am I being Hello. Up oh, there you are. Yeah. Great, great. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Sheila. Hi, this is Sheila S., gratefully recovering compulsive reader in upstate New York, and um, first time sharing. Um, uh, finally worked up the courage to do it. Um, that paragraph was uh, really wonderful to hear, and all the shares are really wonderful to hear, and I can relate to so many. Um, one thing that's really interesting to me about the big book is that I was in program um, 
couple of different programs several years ago. And then I <clears throat> decided to try it on my own, but I had all kinds of books. I had the 12 and 12. I had the big book. I had daily readers from OA, from AA and Al-Anon. I had all these books. And um, at some point when I decided it wasn't working and I must be able to find a better way, I got rid of them all. Um, except I re I kept the big book. <laughs> I don't know. I just guess I couldn't get, get myself to get rid of it, but I kept it for whatever reason. I don't remember why. And, um, and I also remembered a vision for you. And so a few months ago, um, I just started haunting this meeting. Um, I just called in and listened and listened. And after about three weeks, I just felt an overwhelming, uh, feeling that I don't know I've ever had before and it was willingness and I just suddenly wanted a sponsor and I wanted to do whatever someone told me to do and um, I've since gone through uh, the 12 steps in the big book and um, I had so many things underlined from when I had been in program before and I was looking at them like you know and I would say to my sponsor oh I had that underlined oh yeah I had that underlined but I kept thinking why don't, why didn't it, why is it so different this time? Like, why is it magical almost this time? And um, all I can think, well, there's probably lots of reasons, but one thing that I just kept thinking about is that it was all like seeds were planted so long ago. And sometimes maybe it just takes a long time for seeds to, to germinate. But, but, and then like um, the previous person who shared, Naomi, I think she said, you know, it just, um, it came alive differently. I just wonder if, for me, it was like um, what the ground looks like when you plant seeds in the fall, when you sow seeds in the fall because you want them to bloom in the spring. I mean, it's not very inspiring. It doesn't really look like very much, but it's there and it's real. And when it comes alive, it's it's incredible. And so I guess I don't really look at it like all those times were wasted before. I think maybe they were like seeds. But anyway, uh, so I also just wanted to say the part about the man with the book in his hand. Um, I just want to say I'm really grateful for everybody who has this book in their hand and was ready to share. I'm so grateful to my sponsor who um, <laughs> just uh, is, is helping me through this, this tour. And um, anyway, just feeling really grateful for being able to share and for everybody else who shares as well. It's helped me so much you know, so much more than maybe people realize. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, Sheila. Thank you for sharing. Next up, we've got Nancy P., and Nancy will be followed by Vasa O. Good morning, Nancy. Hey, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Nancy P. calling in from West Newton, Massachusetts. Um, yeah, this is, you know, in this book, the fewer words, the bigger the impact it, constantly. Then, of course, the more words, the bigger the impact. I don't know. It's just all impactful. So I got this book as a gift from my parents 41 years ago, June 1979. And, you know, like others have shared, I got nothing out of it for decades. And I, it's, it's, it's completely filled with notes and highlighting and everything because... I wanted to start at the end. I didn't want to grow. I wanted to be grown. I didn't want to go through the process. But once I was brought to my knees 
hijacked with a gun to my head and my hands, you know, handcuffed behind my back, you know, do you surrender now, Nancy? You know, finally when I said yes, and I made that call to my friend, and I cried, and, you know, the my endless refrain, and I can't stop eating, you know, which was a massive understatement for what I was actually doing. I was put in front of this meeting, and this is a meeting, but for whatever reason, um, it's a it seems to be more effective than any other meeting that I've ever been exposed to. Um, I got better. I started at the beginning, and I got better. And... Um, it contains all I need, period, to begin and to end, right? The alpha and the omega. It contains everything I need. I don't need, I have no more than I ever had before. I say this on the, lately I seem to be talking about this with people who call me. I'm no more beautiful. I'm no richer. I don't have a bigger house. I don't have a bigger bank account. I don't have a different family. Everything is the same, but I am completely different. And for decades, I sat in meetings, jealous, angry and resentful. How come her and not me? How come her and not me? But once I started at the beginning, just like what it says, I had all that I need and I continue to have all that I need. The hole that was empty is now filled and everything else in my life is therefore more abundant. So I have no more wants. I mean, I have plenty of wants, but they're all met. Everything that I need is met. The, The journey itself is the destination and it all begins with surrender. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Nancy P. Okay, next up is Vasa O. And Vasa will be followed by Lisa J.R. Good morning, Vasa. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa, for your service. And Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive obedient. Please time me something. Sometimes I can get carried away. So anyways, I'm Vasa, as I said, calling from Foxborough, Massachusetts. And, uh, yes, I had the gift of desperation when I came in 1986. And I remember, think, by then, trying to do everything I could to diet, not diet, bulimia, anorexia, whatever. I tried everything except I didn't have the gastrosurgery or my jaws wired or I didn't go to a hypnotist. I was afraid to do those three things. But anyways, this was the last hope for me. If this didn't work, I was just going to die gradually. I was dying gradually anyways. So the person that brought me in the program, she was also AA, but she said that her number addiction, her number one addiction was always food addiction. And we didn't have as much literature in those days. But I remember when we, you know, when I was going to a meeting and how was then how it works was taken from the big book on page of chapter three, fifty eight, and I remember listening very, very carefully. And of course that was adopted from the big book, you know. And we read it. You know, when I go to certain meetings, we read it all the time, you know. That's how we begin, you know, how it works and the twelve steps and whatever. But anyways, she gave me this book. You know, I don't know the date she gave me. It wasn't that long. I was brought in the program. And this, is, this was the only thing that was, had worked for me. Just followed the direction. I had no clue about that. I had no clue about the 
mental obsession. I knew, but I thought that was normal, you know. So it is a gift to me. It saved my life. And I, it's the transformation that we've received from the 12 steps. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, I mean, I've learned how to live my life through the working through the 12 steps. And I'm not alone. I identify with every one of you. I'm like one of you. And this was a gift for me, giving you the big book. I could not wait to read from the beginning to the end, especially the stories in the back. I could identify so much with the families, you know, with myself and the stories. It's amazing. It has uh, given me a life I never thought I would have today. God has given me more that I, more that I wanted ever, more, more, and more that I never thought I could ever reach. And it is by working through the 12 steps. And the promises have been coming to me gradually, one by one. And I'm just so grateful to be with every one of you. And I, again, I'm on it pretty much every morning. And before I would go to a big book step study every once in a while because we didn't have them. Now with the vision for you, it's such a gift. Every single morning I can go on it. Thank you for letting me share and I pass. Thank you, Vasa. Okay, next we've got Lisa J.R. And Lisa, I've got two minutes. I will let her rip. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Lisa J.R. Thank you, Melissa, for your service. Um, Thus we grow and so can you, though you be one man with this book in your hand. I love this quote um, I read once. We can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the number of apples in the seed. And so, thankfully, um, we wouldn't be here. You know, maybe Bill would have gotten discouraged with those first few that he worked with had Lois not said, you know, Bill, you're sober. There is one person that's sober, and it's you because you're carrying the message. You know, we we don't really know, at least I don't. I'm not a big book historian what happened to those those first guys that he worked with very much like planting you know we're not responsible for the harvest god is Um, we're just responsible for planting the seed watering it the outcome is in god's hands and the person who is receiving it Um, you know when the soil is hard sometimes they got to break it up with a disc over and over and over again to get it ready to receive the seed so, you know, I might just be the first pass of the disc that's loosening up the soil when I share with somebody. We can't be in the tyranny of thinking we have to have results um, because that's a waste of time and it defeats the purpose of carrying the message. And, you know, don't be afraid to sponsor. Um, you, you, all you need to do is, is hold the lantern over the book, and I'll, I'll wrap up with that. Um, thanks for letting me share. Thank you so much, Lisa J.R. Lisa was our last share for today um, for this part of the meeting. So um, thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, June 16th, the 7 a.m. meeting, was 14816. 148 
1-6. And we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Allison L. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Until keep you until then. Good morning, this is Rebecca S. This is Rebecca S. Oh, Melissa. Hold on, Rebecca. It's oh, I'm sorry. I'm I that. apologize. Yep, that's it's you. okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Advocate Rebecca. Rebecca S. Sure, a compulsive overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. <laughs>